WXOU, Auburn Hills, Michigan, you are tuned in to the Friday Night's Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr., better known as simply RBJ for short, where every Friday around 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I invite you some fine discussion music from not only the country, but also across the globe, and tonight, you don't have to go far, because we are featuring an exclusive interview with the Detroit-based synthwave duo known as Escape Driver. Which is composed of artists Brian Kage and Johnny Fate. Before we get to the interview, though, we're going to get into a quick synthwave inspired mix to set the table for our interview. So, as always, peace, thanks, and let's ride.
88.3 WXOU Auburn Hills, Michigan. You are tuned into the Friday Night Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr. You just heard powerful cut titled No Fate from my current guest tonight, Brian Kage, Johnny Fate, but better known as Escape Driver. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yo, man. yo. We <laughs> living in here. You are. You are. So... Album just dropped a couple days ago. How you feeling? Feel great. Feel positive about it. Excited. Excited to share it with people. I uh, know. I am certainly. I loved it. I listened to it. Um, we definitely gonna play a couple cuts. Um, so you just want to go, go ahead, kick into an interview? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's for right. sure. Let's do this. Cool. We're pumped. <laughs> Get pumped. Oh man. So just taking levels. <laughs> All right. So. Clipping. Now you good. So from. The time you thought about it till a couple of days ago, how long did it actually take you to get this album out? <laughs> oh man, uh, well, two years. Two years, right? I mean, we we started working on it as like a concept, concept, just like fooling around in the studio, like what we were gonna do, what we were gonna come up with. We knew we kind of wanted to do like a '80s kind of sound, um, but we didn't know exactly where we wanted to go with it, so we tried everything <laughs> like what fit us as people uh not only like you know obviously we're sort of influenced by what's happening in the synthwave culture but you know we're also influenced by our lives like i was born in the 80s uh, this guy were you born in the you're so darn young were you born in the 80s yeah, bro of course, man. yeah 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 so i mean i think it was just over time like two years of non-stop working and figuring out exactly what we're going to do and i think what we came up with is pretty special okay yeah it's hard to find like the right mix for like something that was unique too a little bit you know there's a lot of uh there's a lot of synth wave stuff out there which we love but we want to be we want to stand out and do something that's more like true to what like fit my style a little bit too because i come from like a rock background mm -hmm. so like finding what fit my voice was kind of a uh, struggle for a while okay super important right? yeah yeah so you two pretty much come from somewhat different backgrounds brian you're more on the techno techno side mm -hmm. electronic johnny a little bit more rock song singer songwriter how did you like meet initially we met uh i'm a i'm a producer and we met we met on a set we met at a shoot we he, did <laughs> he, he was he was doing some work for me and then he randomly, this guy walks over to me. I've never met him in my life. And he's like, hey, man, I heard you do music. And, uh, Is that yeah. it? Yeah, that's pretty much how no, it happened. Yeah. No, what? No. Yeah, you don't no. remember. You don't remember no. this, but I remember this clearly, because I was like, "Who is this guy? And how does he know I do music?" And I don't know who he had talked to, and he had figured it out somehow. No, I, we were at, we were doing the set, and then for some reason you said something about Pro Tools. We were talking about Pro Tools, man. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, I use Pro Tools like every day of my life, yo." Pro Tools is <laughs> the dream, man. I love that. And program. I was like, and he was like yeah me too and i was like oh okay all right i'm intimidated no <laughs> i was more like who is this guy man <laughs> it was kind of weird nah, it was very strange it was good though it was cool okay yeah. so obviously a very cordial meeting like when did you choose like sit down like you know we got something we want to do something and we're not only do something like make an album together uh well i asked uh johnny fate here uh, if he would send me some of his stuff and I just wanted to hear like what he was doing with his band and I was like wow dude you're doing like some like Tycho kind of chill uh, guitar stuff and I thought it was really cool um, so I was like hey man I'm going to write a beat I'm going to write a track and let's see what kind of like vocals you can do over it and we tried something and i was like oh man yeah this could be really cool this could be a cool collaboration so it kind of started off as like a small collaboration that grew into a monster known as escape driver okay yeah i think uh, i think when i first arrived at at brian's house he hadn't i did a demo before i came over <laughs> And I think that he was really expecting it to be bad, you know, but it turned out to be good, you know, because we didn't have like any long term plans. We were just kind of like, let's do a track and have some fun with it and see what happens. And, you know, he's a busy guy. He's got lots going on. So, like, uh, yeah, no, it was cool. Okay. Now, as far as the, the genre of this album, synth wave, synth rock, synth pop, what point did you kind of decide, you know, we wanted to make this kind of genre of music? 
but from people like with, from two different backgrounds who may not have kind of been involved in that scene i mean i knew i wanted to do an 80s project for a long time mm-hmm. i mean i love you know old school 80s music like the police hauling notes uh pat benatar phil collins I just love that style, Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, list goes on and on, New mm-hmm. Order. Um, it's just been something that's been kicking in my mind. And then, you know, obviously, like, these synthwave artists that I've been, you know, following in the, you know, behind the scenes that w- weren't even blowing up, like Mitch Murder, uh, Time Cop 1983, all these new guys that were kind of coming up and doing cool music. I was like, man, I could... I could try some stuff like this, and I think it'd be a lot of fun to change a pace from, you know, techno music. And but I, I wanted to do something with singing because you know I think people love to hear vocals and music, and um, I thought it would be something different for me. So that's pretty much like I knew going into the project that it would be that style. And luckily, like I found a guy that wasn't super familiar with that style, but like liked it, you know, and. He got into it and was able to, like, you know, school it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I grew up I grew up listening to all the 80s stuff, too. And uh could ask the guys in my other band. You know, I've always been making, like, that kind of... I've always been leaning towards that kind of, like, music my whole life. You mm-hmm. know, especially, like, Phil Collins in particular. I mm-hmm. think he's just an amazing vocalist. If I could if I could sing like anybody, man, I think I'd sing like that guy. Phil. Even though I could never be Phil. We did a <laughs> Phil Collins cover and proved I could never be Phil. But we had fun doing it. We did. And, uh, you know, I mean, as soon as I heard 80s, I was like, oh, count me in. That sounds like that'd be fun. So... But when you know, like I said, we had to kind of figure out how I fit into the mix. So okay, so sort of like bouncing off that synthwave, the whole genre is very specific, but also like very deep. So how do you balance sort of like paying homage to the genre, but also kind of doing your own spin on it? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we definitely a lot of the, all the sounds that we're using are from the '80s. So like, okay. you know. The vibe that Brian provided with, you know, a lot of the, the beats that he was giving me in the beginning was definitely straight out of the synthwave genre. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like would bring, come in and I would do like a vocal cut and we'd, it would be like, you know, me screaming my face <laughs> off, you know, because I'm a rocker. Yeah. And then yeah. Brian and I would go back and be like, all right, how do we amp this thing up a little bit to kind of match? Because it was like I was so crazy loud over mm-hmm. like you know soft the, beats the atmosphere yeah. that yeah. brian had provided so we had to like find the balance mm-hmm. and then we ended up on this you know kind of like chill verse thing where i can kind of be low and in the pocket and then like this real high chorus thing which is kind of like almost like a grunge uh type of take on music so it's kind of like a couple different genres almost colliding in my mind good yeah that's exactly what it is he answered it perfectly okay yeah. so it's also it's like that is, you're kind of blending in the synth wave at its core. It's like a rock and roll record almost. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And, and I think like that gives us a little more versatility too because, mm. you know, you never know what will happen. Yeah, do we want to keep doing 80s and synthy kind of stuff? Yeah, but do we want to explore the, the 90s and maybe the 2000s there or beyond? Absolutely. I think music is meant to be a mishmash of all sorts of genres and we're open to all sorts of things, but... Uh, right now, yeah, this is this is what we are and at the core. Okay. Now, I guess from a technical perspective, you know, Brian, you're more on the production side, Johnny singing songwriting. Did you find, like, by kind of collaborating a little bit, you kind of rubbed off on each other? Like, did you learn something from Brian and Brian, I mean, did you learn something from Johnny? Honestly, this guy knows a lot of technical stuff. Okay. He's a very underrated producer. Like, He's able to navigate Pro Tools and keyboards and MIDI controllers and all that technical stuff and compressors and LA2A is like a champ. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think I helped him a bit, but he, mm. he had a very strong background in it already from being in bands and producing okay. music in bands. So it's kind of been a dream, you know, because I didn't have to do everything. Oh, okay. You know, like very good at tuning vocals and all that good stuff okay. and just like really mix helping mix i mean he's really hands-on you know and that really like takes the pressure off me because like 
I'm almost like I'm doing a lot of the music, but so is he. So it's like a real collaborative effort, you know, like I have a video background as well, like video production background as well. And he's picking that up. Now, I think more of that he's picking up from me. So we're finding ways to work together and learn from each other. And I, I've learned a lot of things like how to do better vocal takes, like because I'm singing on the record, too. And I don't really sing, <laughs> like, you know, but I'm doing like like lots of background vocals. So that, yeah, it's 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 a definitely a collaborative process. OK. Yeah, it's super collaborative. I mean. I think that we're both obsessed with the technical side and the art of it. I mean, I have been my whole life, you know. I'm the kind of guy who, like, I'll sit on the net, or, you know, and I'm Googling, like, different compressors, and Brian and I are texting about it all day. So, yeah, like, we're, we're like, geeking out on equipment. Like, that's half the fun for us, you know. But, I mean, Brian's definitely rubbed off on me. There's, there's just no doubt about that. I mean, yeah, I, I was, you know, I've been producing for a while, like, on my own, but, like, Brian is really, you know, like help to open up doors for me and like you know work every time you work with some someone new like they give you something new to think about you know and like a different approach and a different method and a different just a different thought process and i think like that's really like that's what i love about art and the creativeness of it is like sitting down with somebody else in 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 the field and just like talking about that kind of stuff because you just learn so I feel like this has been a huge, just fun learning experience for me. I've had a blast. Okay. Now, primarily, when you come, you just from going for your backgrounds, did you both kind of find you before you found each other? You come in at this a little bit more from an independent side, where it's just me making music, and I, I need to bounce off somebody. Uh, I mean, I always feel like when you're making music with someone else, you're going to get better results because mm-hmm. you're you have someone to edit you. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe you're not doing your best music and and like i definitely think bouncing ideas off of uh a partner in crime like it helps like i think i've written some of my best material as a collab i mean i'm not trying to take anything away from my solo material but i i also think it's more exciting when it's you're working in um when you're working together with somebody and doing it a fun project too for for yourself and for fans mm-hmm. so yeah, the best stuff I've ever written has always been with somebody. I'm, I need somebody to tell me when to quit. <laughs> All right, tame I, it. I got a real tone it down. I got bro. a real problem going over the top. Where I'll like, like I'll take a song and I'll work on the thing for two years and it'll never come out. Right. And then like that's like my biggest like people will be like, no, like stop. This is good. We're going with it. You gotta and finish. You gotta have someone to tell me we're we're finished. Mm-hmm. So I need I need that collaboration personally. Okay. All right, so two years in the making, beautiful album. I think we're going to get into a song real quick. We're going to break and then we'll come back. So right now, we're about to get into Immortal. So kind of frame it for 30 seconds while we get it queued up. Immortal. All right. So this is a, this is a concept song. It's about dying, coming back to life over and over and over again, looking for the one you love because... You know, she's out there somewhere, so that's what it's about. All right, people. 88.3 WXLU, Escape Driver Immortal. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Yeah. Whatever my fate, I can't escape the feeling I was meant for something great.
everyone. 88.3 WXOU. We're in the middle of an exclusive interview with Detroit-based outfit, Escape Driver. Before we get back to the interview, we'll play a quick song real quick. It's called Never Fall Apart. Y'all enjoy this, and I'll see you real soon. WXOU, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You just heard Never Fall Apart from our guest, Escape Driver, Brian Kage, yeah, yeah. Johnny Faye. Yo. Gentlemen, beautiful song. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Beautiful record, too. Appreciate so, you. You ready to just kick back into this interview? Yeah. Let's escape. All right. Together. Speaking of which, Escape Driver, there's a very, so I believe, consistent sort of philosophy as far as meanings behind the song. What inspired like most of the songwriting behind the album? Yeah, so this this album was like a really a it was like a journey for me almost uh, like a self re self discovery like rediscovering who I who I used to be almost it's like I forgot as I got a little bit little bit older not that I'm old but you know you get caught up in the everyday grind of life and you know working and just getting things done and, and you forget about the things that you're passionate about and that you love and that you care about and the things that like really got you up in the morning when you were young and throughout the album like I just had to like one day I just realized like that I can control my own fate I can control my own destiny like I can be whoever I want to be it, you know like I invent that you know like I decide that for myself and, you know, the, the theme then of this album almost became that idea to take control of your destiny and who you are, you know. For me, it was like, almost like kicking myself, like, stop being 
you know, stop being down on yourself right now. Like, get up and do something. Make something happen. Like, go back and rediscover your passion and your love for art and music. And, you know, it's about, like, escaping, like, that that world that, like, you know, that we all have to, like, have push white, through. white picket fence houses. Yeah, escape that idea, you mm-hmm. know. And you can invent whatever that vision is for yourself. If that is a white picket fence house, like... Sure. Do, do you sure. like totally? But that wasn't me, or at least, for, and that's not who I am right now in my life. And you know, this is about like defining what you want, define your vision for yourself, and live it out. And don't be afraid, like, of what people say about you. And people are gonna put you down. They're gonna look at you and laugh at you. They think you're crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like look at look at these you know two idiots. You know, like what? <laughs> but like, you can't like you can't care about that stuff. Yeah. You know, like you, you can't you got to do it for you at the end of the day. Right. So that's that's more or less. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think that's it. I think it's just being able to escape reality and put it all into your music. You know, that's the whole mythos behind Escape Driver. It's being able to hit the road and not look back and do do you and not do anything else for for anybody else. It's all about doing stuff that makes you happy and, and controlling, like, your fate. The freedom behind it. The freedom. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what it is. Okay. So you're both not just artists, but you're both creative people. You're always in search of something creative. From this project, as far as on other projects, how did it feel, like, as a creative to kind of take something from the ground up and just sort of just build it into what it is now oh, i love it yeah. i love the, the process he loves the journey i love the journey <laughs> i'm I, all about the journey i don't like the anxiety <laughs> yeah i like the journey though like you know the ups and downs of it and the struggle and then eventually like seeing something come to life and there's nothing better than like being able to look at something and be like man i created that you yeah. know there's nothing like that feeling for me so i'm I love that process. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I don't have anything <laughs> to add. I mean, I have anxiety sometimes thinking about how much it takes to get something done because people think music is written over a, like in a day and sometimes it is, but most of the time it takes weeks, months, years to perfect a song and so Yeah, I mean, we wrote like 40 songs for yeah. this thing and I scrapped 30 of them oh, and I, you know, I would have good scrapped ones more. Too. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll see the light of day someday. You know, escape driver box set coming to a store near uh, what is it? <laughs> FYE near you. FYE. <laughs> Tower Records <laughs> or Spotify. Oh, <laughs> Alright, so so we're looking forward to B-Sides on real quick, sorry. Maybe. You never <laughs> yeah. know. You never know. There's some good stuff out there that in the future that we definitely want to polish up. I mean, there's some sleepers and stuff that could have ended up on the record um, if it would have fit the theme more, you know. But uh, we, we definitely have some really great material in the future, you know, because we're not stopping. This is this is uh, just the start of it. This is just the beginning. I think the biggest thing out there, you know, when it comes to the process, the creative process, like the number one thing that any creative has got to remember is that you just got to get started and like do things one at a time. And like, before you know it, eventually you're somewhere. And like, so often we like, as artists, we get lost in the idea of like, it's so overwhelming, like the whole idea of like, how can I do this? And then like, you just can't take it on, but then you just got to start. And then like, eventually like you get there piece by piece piece by piece yep so speaking of future i know you you guys just put out two years of work you want to enjoy it but um where do you see yourself taking this i mean hopefully we start playing live i mean that's the eventual thing we want to do um i think it's just a matter of putting in that that effort because that's a whole other beast itself and who knows we don't want to we don't want to half-ass it we want to do a really good live show and we're going to take our time and make sure it's right just like this record was for us and we have to be happy we have just like q-tip said the producer of danny brown's new album i just read a little interview and blurb about him you have all the time in the world to make things right when it comes to a record or to your stage presence and your music and i i was like wow that that quote really um 
inspired me because I'm like, yeah, we still can do this. We have time. And so when it comes to the next step is playing live. And I think really the band is going to come full circle and fully alive at that point. Yeah, I definitely agree that playing live is a huge goal of ours. You know, it's something that we're, we're going to start. We're going to start practicing for here. I got, I certainly have my work cut out for me. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you know, but... I'm going to crack the whip. <laughs> but uh, I'm up for the challenge, you know. Uh, I, I toured for years, so it's just about getting in that mindset and getting 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 ready, getting in tour shape almost. Yeah, you know? tour shape and just like it's succinct, yeah. you know. You got you to be totally prepared in every way. That way anything happens, you just, you know, you don't even think about it. You just snap too. So I think that, and, and I'm excited to, you know, do some do some new video visuals with our music. Hopefully we'll have a couple videos coming out soon in the next couple months for some of these singles on the album. And then, you know, we're going to start writing too. You know, I know Brian doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> we, we've I've already, already written. What do you mean? We're done. <laughs> we got 40 in the can. But I'm ready to keep going. So. Well, slowly but surely, more music will come out. And I think that we have to take what we got and and really make sure that it's represented the right way and that through videos and other opportunities that present itself with with the music that we've already put out there and yeah we're definitely going to release more music though yeah we're only getting better oh man we can definitely see it i've just from just from this record right here cool thank you um, yeah. so um gentlemen i think we're just about it um any partner remarks yeah i mean we really appreciate all the feedback we've gotten all the positive feedback from fans around the world of course you know we appreciate being on your show um yes thank you yeah Bro. it's super awesome to to do this as a this is our first radio show i just want to document this part of history right here <laughs> roosevelt belton took a chance on us put us on the radio uh, thank you very much thank you very much but yeah um you know if people want to listen to us or find us they can always go to www.escapedriver.com. Uh, we got all the links, our albums out everywhere on Spotify, iTunes, um, Bandcamp, everywhere. So take take a listen. We'd love to hear from you too. Contact us everywhere, uh, Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. And uh, yeah. You want to add anything, Mr. Johnny Fate? Uh, here's what I want to add to that. Sure. Obviously check out the album, but... If you're out there and you're an artist and you're a creative, you know, and kind of not sure what to do, you're worried about like what people are going to think about you, like forget all that, mm -hmm. you know, just do, do what you want to do, worry about people later or don't worry about them at all, mm. better yet. Yeah. Powerful message from a very powerful album. Gentlemen, I can think of no better song to end this with title track, No Fate. Speak to us real quick while we kick it up. Yeah, No Fate. That's It's, it's the title track of the album. It's what it's all about. It's about taking control of your destiny, who you are, what you want out of your life. Go get it. Be who you want to be. Exactly. 88.3 WXOU, Auburn Hills, Michigan. Roosevelt Belton Jr., Escape Driver. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank Hopefully you. Hopefully all your you, dreams sir. come true from this. Hopefully I'll see you again real soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what I'm bad. talking about. <laughs> Christmas <All right>. special. <laughs> you never know. All right, gentlemen. Escape Driver, 88.3 Friday Night Groove. Podcast will be up on Sunday. Until then, enjoy, and I'll see you next Friday. you can live your life exactly how you want it to. You can be yourself and express how you really feel. And you can love someone so much you'd rather be king.